Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, It's Monday on the DGS. Dave is out. He's enjoying the holidays early, and uh, we'll look forward to him being back here when we come back. When do we come back? We come back January 2nd. Yes. Is that when we come back? Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously Rachel's here, Andrew's here, Wheeler here, and Amy's not here anymore. Uh, But we'll have our normal week. Skip's going to be in later on. We'll do our Sweet 16 like we normally do on Mondays. Um, And uh, we'll get back to normal here in a couple of weeks. I just blew Andrew's mind. Literally right before we came back. That's too much, dude. So I told Andrew, like, j- just the other day, oh, it was about a week ago, I finished re-watching The Sopranos for the third time. So watch, I've, I've watched the whole series t- t- now three times through. And because I finished that, I'm starting Game of Thrones for the third time. So I'm about eight episodes into the first season there. And I don't, and Andrew, that that seemed to, like, bother you. <laughs> it's a lot of TV watching, man. Well, I mean, what else are we supposed to do with our lives? Well, the, well I know that Kevin also plays a lot of yes, video games. Yes, but there are, like, I can't, I can't just play video games up until I try to go to sleep because my brain needs time to stop being in video game mode. It's an alert mode. It's a, my brain is wired and on. I got to stop. I, have to, I usually have to stop for about two hours before I go to bed. No, you're playing okay. the wrong games. No, no. You play something. You play action games, which is what I play. something more relaxing. No. What's a relaxing game? Lots of them. You can play Pokemon. You can play Stardew Valley. You can play Harvest Moon. Be a farmer. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. I would rather watch Game of Thrones for the third time. So so that's not the thing that you said that really upset me. You said you've watched. You said you've watched. I did a little math here after yeah, yeah. you said that. You said you've watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy. The trilogy, yeah. The, the, 20 the, times at Probably least. each one, yeah. Probably. Yeah, so the whole trilogy 20 times. Probably. Yeah, that's crazy. I So so that would be 227 and a half hours. Okay. It's not that bad. I mean, I've definitely watched The Fellowship of the Ring at least at least 50 times. That is nine and a half days. Okay. Yeah, so na- name a game that you, I mean, like, we all do this with games. People, we, I mean, you, and put it this way. Here, here's why I don't understand the, I don't, you're not outraged, but I don't understand the confusion. Because if it wasn't that, it would be something else. It's not like that time is not getting spent. It would just be spent on some other recreational activity. It doesn't bother you? You think you should be branching out into more things? I would watch maybe like a different movie. But, but it's so I, good. Here's, here's, here's the, the thing. same one but over here's and the over thing. again. The different ones often suck. I know this is good. I agree that there are few films that I enjoy more than the Lord of the Rings movies, but that doesn't mean that they. I mean, are I've not seen the original Star Wars probably 50, 60 times. Worth consider. Oh, man. <laughs> Going back to the 70s. You don't have a movie like that that you've seen like 50 times? No. 
What? What? No, not no, even I'm, when you were a kid. I, I, seriously, totally disinterested in watching a movie fifty times. I've seen Die Hard probably thirty times. That's crazy. That's crazy. Find something else to watch, man. It's a Christmas movie. There's a there's a hundred <laughs> billion million trillion movies out there. I mean, the best. But like, think of it. And this you're way. watching Die Hard seven times in it, a day. This is a smaller, that's crazy, s- smaller scale commitment. But you, I listen to my favorite songs thousands of times. I don't want to go all to the new ones. I like the ones I like. And then I'll find new ones I like and they join the mix. You could, you could, you, I'm trying to figure out how to do the, well, I, I didn't say anything because I'm trying to figure out how to do the math, but I'm not smart enough to Forget, figure out how to do the math. Don't do math yeah. on the radio. You could listen to your favorite song like a hundred times. Yeah. In the time that it takes to I know. watch Return of the King. I know, but the point is there's a reason why something is your favorite. There's a reason why why that is. Yeah. And why would I say, I have an hour, two hours to kill here. I'm going to watch something I may or may not like, or I'm going to watch something I know that I like. I, I, expand your brain a little bit, man. <laughs> You're being so mean. <laughs> I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be mean. I just think I'm explaining myself. Well, I, but you're acting like there's only that, that there. It's a binary choice, and that's all you can do. I no, do both. I'm not saying it's like a I binary am, choice. In, in I addition just think... to spending some of the time late at night, right before I go to bed, rewatching Game of Thrones. We're watching Monarch. I'm watching The Crown with my wife. We're watching all kinds of new things. So what's the problem with like? I mean, it, there's I, not a problem. Plus I just, three times is not that much. Three times is not that much. That's why it wasn't the Game of Thrones thing. That was just intense because I feel like Game of Thrones did fall off a whole lot at the end. It did not. So that's why I that's why I thought three was a lot for Game of Thrones. Uh, but then it was when you said the Lord of the Rings thing that I was like, wow. I th- I think it's a little weird that you don't have a movie that you've seen that many times. Because yeah, I think lie. most people I have like their comfort like thing like they return to. Yeah, I don't like movies that much. Well, Maybe then, that then, could be part yeah. of it. <laughs> what about TV shows? I know you've seen certain TV shows over and over again. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of episodes of like you know Simpsons or Futurama or you know Arrested Development that I've seen. Uh, uh, you know, more than a handful of times. But I also do, much like the song, I look at that in terms of like a relative time commitment, right? I look at the limited amount of time that I have in a day that's sort of like my quote-unquote free time. And then I look at like watching an episode of The Simpsons versus watching Return of the King. You could watch eight episodes of The Simpsons in the same time that it would take you to rewatch Lord of the, uh, uh, Return of the King once, right? So you could consume eight new and fresh episodes of something you've never seen in the same time that it would take you to watch. Why are you blinking at me like that? Because I'm not sure I care. I mean, like, what's the difference? If it's eight hours, it's eight hours. It ultimately doesn't matter. It's just, I'm just saying, like, that's why I would rather try something new and try to experience something new than just, like, Uh, fall back into something that I've already seen 40 times and could quote with my eyes closed. I think what Rach and I are saying, though, is that a lot of us do both. We re we rewatch the things that we are that are Why our favorites. Get the time for all. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Again, being a little mean. <laughs> I'm not trying to be. No, I'm not trying to be You're mean. Like, I'm just expand surprised. your mind. I Where know, are you getting no, all this no, no. time? I just it's because I know that I don't do anything, and I feel like I don't have time. <laughs> well, I mean, you're spending it on something. Well, I'm spending it on video games primarily. Well, I know, but and so am I. But the point is that. In my, I, I don't know, maybe just the the balance sheet is off, right? Like where if, if we had, if yours is like 70, 20, 10, and mm-hmm. mine is more like 
35, 35, 35. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, or it's not really quite that. I'm the, sure it would be more record, on the video game side. For the record, I'm, I'm super not trying to be mean. I'm not, there's no, I don't care I if know, you are. There's no, mal- <laughs> there's no malice behind what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm just like, man, that's, I just feel like, I don't know. I, there's, I can't think of a movie I've seen 20 times and I don't know if I could watch a movie. Maybe I did when I was a kid. That's a definite possibility. Yeah, I mean, the, I, th- I know I've seen like Land Before Time a lot, right? I know I watched uh, Kiki's Delivery Service was a favorite of mine when I was a, a youngster. But I, um, I can't really. I don't know. I can't imagine doing it now. I think I could. I think I get bored of it. I think I get bored of watching a movie. For Honestly, like the 20th time. to me, the cool part about doing those things, especially like I haven't watched rewatch like game of thrones it's probably been since the second time i watched it it's ha- it has to have been at least three or four years um so when you go back and you watch things you do actually end up noticing things you missed the first mm-hmm. time or two through because you're paying it like for example when you're first watching a show or you're first watching a movie you're really plot centric in your mindset you're figuring out you're, you're you're following along you're figuring things out when you're rewatching and you already know that part you pay attention to other things on the screen a little differently. And to me, it adds to it. It makes it more fun. I like rewatching things so much that I have certain shows that I'm like, I can't rewatch that yet because I don't want to have that be like too embedded yeah. in my Like I want to yeah. save it like as a special treat. I am a lot more like that with shows than movies. And I think that's, and that probably is chalked up to, I like shows more than movies. That, oh, that's cool. But it's again, a show is a move. Well, you know, the Lord of the Rings are probably the worst example because they're yeah. the, the director's cuts that I watch are three and a half hours long. I think that's what's tripping me up so much is just like the the sheer but breadth. This gets back to the this gets back to the whole uh, what is with the the I'm trying to think of when it started, but it's been around for a little bit. The meme like. A, a, a two-hour movie, no thank you, but four episodes of a half-hour <laughs> right. movie, I'm in, let's go! I think it's all about the attention span sometimes. Well, maybe not with shows, but I know that I will be like, I don't want to pay attention to a show, so I'll just watch 50,000 TikToks <laughs> in the amount of time it would yeah. take me to watch this movie, <laughs> right. like because right. I just can't concentrate on one and thing. And I do have really got an and hour, not have... enough time for a movie, but I'll watch 67 mini-movies on exactly. TikTok. She makes a good point. I do have a, a rough attention span for movies. All right. That's why I've said before, that's why I take the, the I go to showings that no one's at, and I sit in the very back corner, and so that if I, when I whenever I get bored halfway through a movie, I can whip out my phone for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not their problem. That's why I'm trying to be careful about it. It's not everybody else's problem. It's, it's a me problem. You should be the one rewatching movies because you're missing so much of the plot on you know, your phone. Oh, my. So my wife will like. He's um, like, when did they put this scene in there? We'll, oh, we'll that was be, when you were on your phone. We'll be watching a show and I will like, uh, like my wife and I. And uh, she has a great memory for shows. She's locked in when she's watching yeah, a show. Yeah. And she's got a great like attention span and comprehension and all that that I, that I just simply do not have much of the time. So all the time I'll be like, "What is this now?" And she's like, "That's this is the guy. Remember the guy? He went off. He went off and he and he trained for six years, and now he's back and he's gonna kick some butt." I'm like, "What are you? What are you talking about? I've never seen that person before." And she's like, "He was a main character for two years." <laughs> <laughs> well, I got bad attention. Yeah. That's what we learned from all of that. Your surprise is more about <laughs> your lack of a, of the ability to stay focused for more than a half an hour at a time. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> you saw, uh, what did you see this weekend, Rage? I watched Barbie because Barbie just you dropped didn't see on it Max. You the theater, right? I did not. Okay. I almost went and saw it in the theater, but I, for whatever reason, I decided not to. I think it was because Barbie mania was just so hot that I was like, oh, I'm going to take a step back. Yeah. And I, I, was, and I, I, did I, a little... I was pretty tepid, and you were <laughs> like, eh, and then I'm definitely not seeing yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, once things reach a few, 
fever pitch. It doesn't make me go like, I want to be a part of it. It makes me go like, oh, I'm scared. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of this. Uh, but I did watch Barbie, and I will say I liked it so much more. I don't know. It, it was so hot over the summer when it came out, and I saw so many memes and so many posts about it that I, I felt like I had seen the movie, and I was like, oh, it seems cute, but it's not that great. It was so great. I mean, it was really, really uh, the concept was very well executed for at least like the first two acts. Anyway, the third act was kind of lacking. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I kept seeing all these memes of, of, uh, Ryan Gosling and I'm like, okay, I get it. He's Ken. He was so good as Ken. He was so sincere and just like put so much into that part. The weirdest thing. And I can say this now that it's been out for a while. I didn't really want to say much about it when I first saw Barbie in theaters. Cause I didn't want to like kind of spoil, I guess. I don't know. But it's it's very weird to me that the Barbie movie seems to be more about Ken than it is about Barbie. It is a lot about Ken. Maybe it's just because Ryan Gosling is such a scene stealer. He really he went a hundred percent into this very very goofy very silly role, uh, and he he absolutely crushed it. But I I thought it was really weird walking out of the theater like. Maybe should have called that the Ken movie. Well, Ken definitely drives a lot of the plot points, mm-hmm. but I mean, he was a great character. Some of the uh, like the rah rah go girls stuff was a little heavy handed uh, because they made it seem like women are completely incapable of like. <sighs> How do I put this? It was like women are kept down so much by men. And it's like, yeah, I mean, on one hand, I guess. But on the other hand, if we're aware of it, then it's up to us to overcome these kind of obstacles. Barbie didn't necessarily have that message. But I I thought it was a really ultimately like a really cute movie. I get why there are a lot of people that didn't like it. Like I remember Dave Murray didn't like it at all. Yeah, he hated it. I yeah, he about really that. didn't like it. Um, But I mean, I really enjoyed it. It's a definitely if you have HBO Max or just Max, as we're calling it, I would give it a watch. It was worth your time. That's my Barbie review. Good times. I won't watch. You're not you're not going to watch it. (laughs) No, it's not. It's nothing. It's not like a girl. movie. No, no, it's It's not not like a movie for girls. It's you'd love it if you watched it. It's a me thing. I only watch certain kinds of movies and shows. Uh, I'm not a big fan of just... uh, See, Nessie, Nessie, after the giant 10-minute long conversation we just had, now you're going to be like, I'm not watching the Barbie movie. I'll just watch uh, Lord of the Rings four times again. Yes. Yes. What is it about (laughs) it that makes you think you wouldn't like it? It's not it. Um, I'm trying to think of the right terms to use because it's not just that. There have been a ton of really big movies. It's kind of what you were hitting Misogyny. on. Like, it's just too... With the idea that everybody's raving about it. It's not so much that. I just don't love a lot of what people would consider, like, mainstream movies and entertainment. Like, the, I never watched The Office. Okay. Yeah, you only watch sleeper hits like The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying, sleeper. <laughs> I, am, I am all about big action Lots of stuff going on. Mm. I'm not as big about simple little stories that are telling a good story, but it's really just this story. I'm I'm more into big. You want a, you want epic. Yeah, not and not not you just car chases, not just car chases and fight scenes, but yeah. like lots going on. I, that's why I love you Game want, of Thrones. Like, that's why I love like, Lord of the Rings. It's, you like scope? Yeah, okay. that's basically because when you're watching Game of Thrones, how many storylines are playing out at any one time? A like bajillion, 40. five at least. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I like historical movies. So I'll, I love, if you guys have never seen Kingdom of Heaven, is a great, it's super long if you get the director's cut. It's like three and a half, four hours. But I'm in because there's so much, it's big. When it comes to my, it's, it's. you guys see the, the connection here? The music 
the video games, <laughs> yeah. the kinds of you movies. Go let's go. Shows. Yeah. Let's go. Yes, I need more. If I watched one of your big epic movies, would you watch Barbie? Would you swap me? I am an honorable friend. <laughs> I would do that on a deal. All right, let's think of let's think of one that let's you forget, think I would never watch. Let's not forget we're already on the hook to watch like sixteen movies. <laughs> yeah, for well, there's no the time limit so. on this yeah, one. There's we can no figure time that out later. Yeah, we can figure that part Before out later. Before we go committing to watching three and a half hour movies. <laughs> yeah, because uh, the problem, Rach, is your commitment might be a little larger than the commitment that's I'm true. taking on. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'll try to be. I'll find one that's not too crazy. <laughs> Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, so just wrapping up the uh, entertainment conversation we had last segment with uh, like the kinds of things that draw my attention when it comes to enter- movies and TV shows and things. Uh, yeah, there's a connection between first-person shooter games, sports video games, heavy metal, and the kinds of music I like, or kind of movies I like. Um, but and I, and I saw one that I of the kind that I like, Andrew. You told me about it last week. I went and saw Godzilla Minus One last night. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of movie I like. Um, not that it's that great. Like it's not. I don't think it's a great movie. I, I think it's it a. Great. I think it's a really good movie. Um, I'm happy I saw it at the theater. It was definitely worth seeing in the big picture with the big sound because Godzilla goes crazy he and sure does. does damage. Um, but I've always been fascinated by those disaster movies, and I don't know why. Hmm. Like even though it's something, what's happening? Everything's terrible, right? Like as if you're thinking about it, you're like, well. There go 10,000 people. Well, there goes another 10,000 people. It's it's a weird thing, but it's also something, I don't know. I don't, what do you guys think the draw is to that? Because that movie definitely has, it's not entirely about that, by the way. If you're going to see the movie, uh, what's Godzilla on the screen for? Maybe 12 minutes? Oh, yeah. 13 minutes? Not very, much. Very little of the but movie very, is Godzilla. But very meaningful when it's on there, right? It's impactful when it's on there. It's a lot more about the people on the ground, the human beings. Kind of like the Monarch show is like that. It's a lot more about the, the humans than it is about uh, the monsters. What do, you, what do you guys think it is about the popularity of big disaster movies? Because they're huge. I mean, every time there's, you know, we've got the new one, that new Civil War movie is coming out. Um, we've had the uh, the asteroid movies that came out. They were all about, you know, the, which, which the, uh, I'm trying to remember. Armageddon? Armageddon is one. I'm trying to remember the other one. Jeez. That uh, had. Uh, Dante's Peak. No, no, no. Uh, it, was, it was. Deep I'm Impact? Deep Impact. Like, all of those I'm basically in, even though. Stories are often flawed, and the acting's not always all that great. There's just something about the visuals. Well, and it's fun to think about, like, you know, you watch something like The Day After Tomorrow or whatever, and you think, like, what would I do? You know what I mean? I think it's fun to think about what you would do in a situation, like a disaster situation or an apocalyptic situation. How big a part of that 
question is it for you guys when you're watching stuff? Like, how big a deal is it to you to play that game alongside? The what would I do in this situation? I find myself not necessarily while I'm watching it, but I'll I'll, I'll do it like later. Yeah, I guess I think about it after the fact. While yeah. I'm watching, I'm pretty much just focused on fame. Um, but that's I, my favorite thing about movies. That's why I think that's why I like the ones that I mm. like. Like, what would I do? You know, if I were in this horror movie, what mm. would I do if I was in this World War II movie? Like, you, what if Godzilla was attacking my God- city? What would you do? Die probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give up. Yeah. Surrender. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> That's Monday on DGS. Dave out for the holidays. He'll be back on January second. We'll all be back on January January second. But the three of us will be here the rest of this week, uh, and then none of us for the first few days next week. I'll be back like Thursday and Friday of next week too. So. It's typical. This is normally what's going on around the holidays. Mm-hmm. People are taking time off, and uh, Dave is enjoying that time off, probably listening to us because that's what he'll do Which, while he's shoveling leaves. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I'm happy for us to get vacation time, but I also always feel bad for podcasters during that time too. Because yeah. even though we are giving them some kind, like people want to hear Dave, and <laughs> he's not on. Yeah. The man's name is on the show. Exactly. <laughs> but it's okay. He's back in January. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep rolling business as usual. Uh, we've got Dave Murray coming up in an hour to tell us about the forecast for the week um we got sweet 16 skip will be coming in uh do we tell what we're talking about or do we just wait like do we tease it's up to you you're the boss oh i oh <laughs> well then you're gonna wait we could have a Ooh. sweet 16 that is loosely related to the holidays but a not mystery directly. sweet 16 it's not a mystery to us but it's a mystery to everybody listening um let's do some audio we got a bunch of it i mean i know i have a lot of it but what do you any, there's anything you guys want to start with mine like i said i don't really care if we play mine so we can we can jump right into yours, Wheels, unless Andrew has a good got, piece Andrew? of audio. Uh, I just have uh, Trump saying something totally inscrutable. <laughs> okay. Which kind of which kind of made me laugh over the weekend. All right. You know the one thing about climate show, we fight like hell, and they put up all these windmills all over the place. That uh, if you add the cost of rebuilding, and they're all rebuilt, you know, in China, they're all built in China, and Germany. And they said, let's assume you're a big believer in this. They send big fumes in. So you add it all up, and it's terrible. You can't get rid of the blades. They only last 10 years. Uh, the energy is the most expensive energy you can do. They kill all our birds. If you want to see a bird cemetery, go under a windmill sometime. You'll see birds like you never saw. It's a very, if you love birds, you'll start to weep. But it's, it's just the craziest thing. They ruin our plains and fields. They're killing our whales. You know, the whales are coming in. I think we had one whale come in in 50 years. This year we had like 12. It's a, it's a terrible thing they're doing to our country. And they're doing... What do the whales come in mean? What? So what, what's funny, have you guys ever gotten in an argument and you get a little over your head in the argument and you start repeating things that you've heard that you don't exactly comprehend? But you're just kind of like repeating something that you heard like a smarter person on a podcast say. And then suddenly, next thing you know, you're like, you're saying stuff like that. You're like, you know, they're, they're bringing in the fumes and the, 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 the blades. They can't get rid of the blades and they're chopping up and uh, the whales are coming in and it's killing all the whales when they come in. And then everyone's like, what the hell are you talking about? That I, I, so I think Trump doesn't maybe completely understand a windmill. I think maybe he heard somebody say some stuff about windmills once, and he really absorbed like the broad points, but not maybe the finer points. That's probably the biggest reason I hate him. It's not any. It's not policies. It's not. I don't really love the whole schoolyard calling people names nonsense from someone that wants to be the leader of the free world. But it's not that. It's this. 
It's not caring about real information. It took me five seconds just now to type the question in, do wind farms kill birds? And the answer is basically no. Like, of course they run into it. Birds run into buildings. They run into high-rises. They run into airplanes. They run into all kinds of things. But yeah, it took dumb. me five seconds to find this bit this bit of data that one in 4,000 bird deaths are caused by these wind things, and it's just lumped in with every other industrial activity that exists. So, yeah, I mean, birds die because we put things in the way, in places where they'll fly. It's no different than a building in downtown New York. It's no different than, you know, a, a radio tower, as an example. Like, I, sy- I sympathize I, with him on this, though, because I, I definitely have done that before, what? too. What? But, oh, yeah, you know what? Like, though? like, like but, I need to research this before I talk about it, and then can, I forget no, to no, research it, and then I find myself that. having to talk about it. Important people can't do that. You want to be, you want the biggest job in this world. You got to know your stuff. Sure. And unfortunately, and it ain't, it ain't just him, by the way, and it ain't just that he's not the only one. It's all across the board. People just talking nonsense, talking about what they feel is right or what they heard from somebody. Mm-hmm. Pick up your phone. And type in the question, and you'll get some kind of answer that's more reasonable than, you know, some people say. Mm-hmm. I mean, why, why is that too high a level of expectation for someone? And, and again, you can take it as hate for him. I just hate this phenomenon. I hate it when people act like they know things that they don't mm-hmm. when they could easily just look it up. Yeah. Or the person standing next to them, if they're too lazy... Or in this case, maybe your generation, right? You're not, you're not somebody that grew up with tech. So let's but say, but we know he's got people. Sure, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. so maybe you turn to somebody next to you, and you and you hear this thing. You're like, is that true? And they can go, boop, 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 boop. No, sir, that's not really true. Here's the reality. But there are so many people that are supposed to be in important positions that just don't care to do a 10 second search. It took me five seconds to type that question in, and I got an answer right off the top. With the exact actual impact of that particular thing on this particular problem, why do why are so many people cool? And it again, it's him, but it isn't just him. It's not just him. This no. is a big thing across Definitely the board. Not. And why are we okay with that? Like, if you are trying to be an important person with an important job, knowing stuff should be number one. Mm-hmm. Knowing stuff. Not believing stuff, uh, not saying what you want people to hear. You should have to know some stuff. I know, but I just feel like what you're saying is obviously true. The reality, though, is that people want to hear what they want to hear. They don't want to hear what's true. They don't want to hear the facts. They want to hear whatever supports their theory. We're just living in this insane time where it's pick and choose whatever you want the facts to be. Yeah, and I get that dynamic when it comes to political policies or conversations about abortion or whatever other big thing you're talking. I get that people have views who has a strong view about birds and turbines. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody. It's not a view. You could just, it's a fact. It's either happening or it's not. And even if that's happening, is it any worse of a problem than, than erecting these gigantic buildings we have in all of our urban centers all across the country? Or all the super tall radio towers that are out there, or all the airplanes that we're flying through the sky. Airplanes hit birds all the time, or birds hit airplanes. I don't know which is which. 
<laughs> probably a little bit of probably both. Probably a little bit they of both. Each yeah. other. Meet them right. halfway. Well, you know what else he did this weekend? He said that immigra- immigrants were poisoning the blood of our country, which that. is an insanely he did, messed he did up thing to say. Bloodline. He's really pushing. I mean, we know what he's doing. He's dog whistling uh, to a certain crowd. But um, he did another bloodlines thing, too. He said that about uh, Henry Ford. He was like, Henry Ford had strong bloodlines, if you believe in that sort of thing. Uh, what? <sighs> yeah, that one, I, w- I, didn't, I didn't grab that audio because I was like, man, that's, that's almost like too dark. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is well, it only, and it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's too deep of a discussion to, to to do in a few minutes when it comes to what that actually means. But I mean, it doesn't mean anything good. I think we can all agree on that. It's also just interesting coming from somebody who basically imported wives and whose grandfather moved here from Germany. I mean, it's not like he's that far removed from his own family's immigration. I don't mm-hmm. think he's talking but about that's my right. He's yeah. right. He's not talking about the good immigrant people. Right. He's talking about the ones that that don't like him or he doesn't like or that people don't like in general. Um, and look, you can talk about illegal. Great. I think we all agree there needs to be a better a better solution to that problem that we have right now. But we never even address the 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 half of illegal immigrants in the country are here on expired visas. They 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 went through the process. We know who they are. They're here beyond their stay, and that is half of the illegal immigrants. And we don't make a noise about that. That would be mm. something we actually have more information to work off of. I think we all agree, though, that like it, the system for letting people in, bringing people in, needs to be better. Right. It's 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 a human rights issue right now too, because people risk their lives to it. And I know that you know they're risking their lives because they feel like their lives are in danger where they are. So I understand that. And I think we all should understand that. But that doesn't mean you can just be like, welcome home, everybody. Come on in. Because you can't do that either. There's got to be a better balance, a better control. We, I think we all know that that's a reality. Whether you think it should be more or less open is up to you. But I think we all agree that the way it is now is not good. Mm-hmm. Um but there are more than there's more than one level to that particular problem, and we just completely ignore one of those. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a, I mean, let's say you're someone who's like, we need to shut down all immigration. We just need to get our stuff straight here. There is definitely a more compassionate way of looking at that situation than calling people coming into this country poisoning well, our blood. Yes, the, the, and I think that's the real problem, right? If you want to make the argument that it's bad for jobs for American citizens. You want to make the argument that our, our health care system can't handle the overload that comes with people that are uninsured. If you want to make any of these like reasoned, rational arguments about illegal immigration, wonderful. Wonderful. When you start turning it into that conversation. Us versus them. Like they're less than us. Right. That's where you're getting into dangerous ground. And there's no reason to go there other than... Because you know anger works, and that angers people. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem is, and I'd say that overarching, putting all of this together, you know, not wanting to care about anything, whether it's real or not, just I heard, or people are saying, or whatever, it is the number one product sold in America right now is anger. It is the number one product we sell. 
fear-mongering just works, and he yeah. knows that better than anybody. If you remember in 2015... And he's not alone, man. I can turn on MSNBC, and I'll see fear-mongering. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. can turn on CNN and Fox News. I can turn on any TV network and hear fear-mongering. I can mm-hmm. look at any website. Um, there's like, we're not, I don't play any of his clips because the audio quality is bad because he edits them poorly. But there's a guy on TikTok who's a, a former Marine who's an, uh, an intelligence officer, and he talks about this all the time. Like People are constantly on TV right now talking about World War III. We're on the verge. We're on the verge. And he goes through as an intelligence analyst saying, we're not even close. Here are the things that have to be true before we're ever even close to thinking about World War III. But it doesn't stop anybody from going on TV and say, we're in the beginning stages. This is all happening. And it's because we all know that fear and anger sell. And those two emotions are very much connected. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Frustrating, isn't it, Wheels? It is maddening. <laughs> it really, it, in all honesty, it's maddening. Um, let's do this now. I'm going to push this a little bit because I want to throw in the audio that I have that relates to that topic. You want to cheer, you wait? You, we'll let's do, cheer we'll, him up after the break. Uh, it, yes. I'll tell you what we got. When we come back, we'll continue the audio segment. But I've got somebody really smart laying out how all of this scaremongering, fearmongering stuff probably should be ignored. Continue uh, with a little audio piece here that is related to what we talked about last segment, which really summed up was about the amount of fear mongering and scare tactics being used, not just by politicians, but certainly by them. Uh, But it's done on television and and it's all because everybody knows that human beings are very much motivated by fear and or anger or the combination of those two things. When you're afraid, it can make you angry. When you're angry, sometimes it can make you afraid. Like these, they're they're very much tied together. And we're always hearing about how things are getting worse, how the world is getting worse. And I found this clip. And I, what you're not going to be able to tell in this clip, although they're described a little bit, is on the screen in the background of this video. Um, this is an author uh, by the name of Jason Pargan. Um, on the screen behind him are the charts showing the trends that he's going to be talking about. But this is basically the theme of this was, it's not as bad as everybody makes it seem. Let me start with famine. The number of people worldwide who have died from starvation, the long-term trend is that it has been plummeting since the 1960s in terms of raw numbers. In terms of percentage, the percentage of people who die from starvation has fallen through the floor to probably the lowest level in the history of the species. But then you look at something like deaths from natural disasters and the long-term trend is there. Again, you are far, far less likely to die in a natural disaster today than at any point in history. You may be surprised to find out that worldwide the rate at which people take their own lives has been dropping for the last 20 years. Worldwide child mortality, the rate at which children don't make it out of childhood without dying has also been collapsing since the 1960s worldwide. Here's global extreme poverty, and you see it just fall off a cliff. These days, it is actually very comfortable for people to believe that the world is on fire, but they struggle mightily with the idea that the world statistically is the least on fire it's ever been, ever. I think that's an interesting thing. Now, look, we all understand that There are variables within all of the categories mentioned there, and there are other categories, and it may be different in the United States than it is in Canada. It may be different 
in Missouri than it is in Arkansas or than it is in New York or California. Like, there's no universally true thing. But when you hear that, fewer children than ever die of, of – fewer people than ever die of starvation. Fewer children die as children than ever before in the world's in – in the time that we've been measuring these things. All of these things are true. They're mar- and it's true of – remember, was it last week or the week before when we talked about the economy and how it, it's – even though it's – obviously things are very expensive, there's not as big of a difference as we are told that there is. Um, I think this is the problem where, it, where perception becomes reality. Because we don't exp- – most of us, we don't, we don't experience that kind of extreme poverty. It's not something that we see every day. We don't, you know, most people don't don't have experience. That's that's a lot of like what we would consider third world problems, right? But if the world is getting better in those regards because we have better medicine, better food food supply chains, better building construction laws and rules and methods that keep people from dying as much as they would have in the past from natural disasters, it's all of that just gets glossed over. For the negative is probably the point. It's not to say that nothing is bad. Certainly there are bad things happening all the time. But if you flash back 200 years, the challenges that the average person had on a daily basis were 10 times greater than what we deal with. Yeah. But you have to look at it. I mean, what's the what's the quickest way to get someone to like get on your side? It's usually if you start to complain or point out the negative. So that's what mm-hmm. people are going to do. But it is important to to listen to these statistics and not be so down in the dumps about it. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying ignore the bad. Mm-hmm. I'm saying pay attention to both. Understand that there are things that are bad now that are worse than they used to be. But overall, the world is safer. And people are better off than they ever have been in the history of our species. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 